Welcome to the Ordinary Day Podcast. My name is Pete, and I'm joined with two lovely ladies this time. So who do we got here? I'm Diane. And I'm Sarah. Awesome. This is going to be a fun experiment. (laughs) Uh, Sarah's never done this with us before, so this is a new thing. Um, But let's do what we always do at the beginning of our podcast. We sort of wrap up some new things that happened this week. So Diane, would you like to go first? Ooh, yes. Uh, So this week, Pete and I went to the Doc Now Festival. Um, This is the Ryerson Documentary Documentary Media Programs Showcase. Um, So we watched uh, four documentaries on Monday night. They're about 20 minutes long. And the reason I'm mentioning this is because one was called Hyphen, and it was about people of mixed backgrounds. And I actually went in and like did a like mini interview of what it was like being a mixed person growing up in Toronto, because to me, so you were in it. I was so my mic, sort of <laughs> my microphone actually cut out during the interview. Oh dear! <laughs> so I'm in it, but it's just my face. Okay. I'm just like laughing. It's just like a yeah. cut scene. There's a there's a classic scene of Diana doing her giggle, her the, laugh and giggle. Yes, so funny. Um, but yes, apparently, see, I we, we grew up in Toronto. And to me, it's just normal to see multicultural people and mm-hmm. mixed people and people where you're like, I'm not sure what their background is, but hey. Ambiguous looking people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that's normal to me. But apparently someone living in a different city, it's very weird to be a mixed person in these cities that are kind of like all one right. color, class. Yes. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was an exploration of that. Oh, that's cool. So yeah. So it was kind of interesting. Oh. Yeah. So this I'm is relevant. I'm intrigued by that because when you go into other places, all of a sudden mm-hmm. you're a novelty. I'm like, I don't understand. Yes. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a novelty in Toronto. There's many, <laughs> many people that look like me. Yeah. Yes. So it's for true. yeah. So for our listeners, um, I believe I've explained that I'm kind of half English, Scottish, half Japanese. Uh, but our guest Sarah is also the exact much. same origin, the yes. exact same mix of things: English, mm-hmm. Scottish, Japanese. We are not, in fact, related, but. <laughs> Apparently, Sometimes our parents like really wanted to have uh, compadres. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and it happened. Uh-huh. Uh, one more yeah. point about Hyphen, the documentary, is in the in the credits, you were mm-hmm. the only name that actually had a hyphen in oh, their last name. Oh, that was a hyphenated name. Oh, which that's was, true. I thought you had a lot of cred for <laughs> that alone. Have you ever mentioned on this the exhaustive nature that was trying to change your name? I have no. not. The... The... Uh, I'm trying to think of a nicer word than moron. Um, <laughs> the person that was telling you. Rude. <laughs> um, Igner. No, maybe yeah. not ignorant, but... So uh, when I got married, you have the option of assuming your husband's name. And I wanted to assume a hyphenated name because yes. I wanted both. And I wanted to put his name first, the SEPA part first, which mm. is maybe not the traditional way of doing it. However, I know for a fact... It can exist. It, and, that, it, and it also sounds yes, better. Like, yes, <laughs> sounds better. And I know for a fact that family members have done this yes. with their own names. So I knew it was possible. But when I went to Service Ontario, the woman was like, uh, no, you can't do that. And it's just kind of like you're standing there after waiting for half an hour like, well, what do I do now? <laughs> so I think what I ended up doing is having it hyphenated with the Kishi first and the Sepa next. Yes. And then I was like, but you know what? I don't want it this way. So I went through the whole rigmarole of actually legally changing my name and telling the government, I want to be this person now with my hyphenated name. Mm-hmm. So, sounds, which so is, it was a good documentary. It was. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're getting a little... <laughs> Just a little bit. I'm going to try to keep you guys reeled in. Yeah, that's going to be uh, a challenge. <laughs> one of the things I did this week is uh, on Netflix, I saw that they had a Pixar movie up there. It was The Good Dinosaur, but it was the French version, which was strange. So the title was actually Le Bon Dinosaur, whatever it is in French. <laughs> and so all the titles were in French, but you're able to choose an English language option. So that's, interesting. that's how we watched it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was really not good. <laughs> no, we didn't I like it. have not seen it. Uh, mostly because I uh, like to believe that Pixar can do no wrong, and I chose to not see it. It's not, well, okay, it's not like it's not horrible it's just it does not seem like a pixar movie right. uh it's gorgeous like okay, the yes. I mean, visuals look like real life it's like some of the best synthesized mm-hmm. like fake water i've ever seen like i thought at a point that they were just filming real places and just sticking dinosaurs <laughs> on top of it somehow because right. it looked so real yeah 
but unfortunately crazy. the story the story was just so slow and it didn't it's like yeah i can understand there's a moral but it's boring right and well, the main character you know who directed it uh, i didn't recognize the name okay no. so it was a new guy yeah, but Lasseter was an executive producer. Oh, no. Yeah, that's what so, I was surprised That doesn't make by. any sense. Like, he was involved in the whole concept. Lasseter is usually in charge of one mm-hmm. of the better ones, especially, mm-hmm. and, and with Brad Bird, too. Was he in there, too? I did no. not see Brad no, Bird's Brad name. No, Brad Bird. Did okay. not touch it. No. Okay. So that's sort of going to lead into what I thought would be our topic today. We're all very big Pixar fans. Woo-hoo! So I sort of sent out a message to everyone. It's like, hey, let's pick three favorite Pixar movies, and we're going to probably have overlap, but what yeah. we'll do is turn by turn by turn. That sounds great. Um, cool. And I think Sarah should start as the guest. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, so I'm actually going to start with one that all three of us saw together. Um, it's the one that came out just prior to The Good Dinosaur, which is uh, Inside Out. Mm. Uh, and I know that um, Pete, especially, I can't remember, Diane, if you loved it or not. I really, really enjoyed it. I know mm. it wasn't Pete's favorite no i didn't come out um, of it loving it yeah i think it big, grew on me I yeah think. i mean it's it's incredibly smart as per mm-hmm. usual the characters are fantastic the voices are some of the best casting i've ever seen yeah. sadness is one of the greatest uh phyllis i don't know her last name but yeah. i know her name is phyllis because i know from it's the, the same office. from the office yeah. she's got the most phenomenal voice that you don't even really need to give her lines with any I mean, the lines are great, but yeah, her the delivery. dialogue, her delivery is fantastic. You don't even, you just close your eyes and listen to it. It's great. But a big part of the reason that I really liked it is talking to my sister after she saw it and mm-hmm. she's had issues with anxiety and dealing with a, having a very um, broad spectrum of emotion that can be quite effusive, yeah. uh, let's just say. So having that, it was, it was a really awesome way, I think, for her to kind of conceptualize feelings of anxiety mm-hmm. and stuff that she's had to deal with a lot and it's kind mm-hmm. of really cool to see something that on the surface wouldn't really be about mental illness or kind of difficulties yeah. in that way but kind of brings it down to something that it's a very smart movie yeah. oh it's incredible. i agree with that and actually i almost want to take back it is true though when after i saw it i think i came into it and everyone like in the press was saying this is the best pixar movie ever okay. see, and dangerous. and out of that i was yeah. kind of coming out going uh, there's better there's better yeah. Pixar movies. I mean, but you did pick it as a favorite. So yeah. uh, in that way, I was like, it's not the best movie. And that was kind of like a backlash to me. I just going think it's like, important. But I bet I would... It's funny because after that, we got really into Parks and Recreation and The yeah. Office. <sighs> so it's like now all of that voice cast, like with... Uh, mm-hmm. Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler. We got Sadness and yeah. also... Uh, Mindy discussed. Yeah, Mindy. And Louis mm-hmm. Black. And Lewis Black, there mm-hmm. you go. And He's then not. Who's uh, fear? Fear? Is it no? Um, Hater. Yeah, Bill Hater. Oh yeah, Bill Hater as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I could probably watch it again. I remember really, uh, it it reminded me of my niece a lot when I was watching it. The young girl. Yes, because the and that kind of yeah, hit main character is a, hit the heart. Yeah, you know, yeah, grown up girl. Yeah. yeah. I definitely. Cool. I mean, I I wouldn't go ahead and say that it's my favorite. Um, I don't think that it's it's, it's my favorite, but it's one of my three that I think is going to, one of the things about Pixar that's really fantastic is being, yeah, and I think it's going to be one of those that can be used and it's, it is still really fun to watch. Let's be clear about that. It is (laughs) emotional and stuff, but it is still very, very funny, but it's going to be something that could be used as an educational tool and, but also as something fun to just want to watch one day. That's very smart. I also, uh, one more thing to throw in there. I loved that she played hockey. Yes. Oh, yes. Like they they kind of broke the traditional gender roles. I like that. Oh, which is awesome. Yes. Bringing in a strong sort of female young character as a a main character. That was great that they framed it around that. It's not normally the way movies go, so I do applaud that. Princesses and love. Mm -hmm. Yeah, especially Mm -hmm. related to Disney, right? Yeah, it's true. So, Diane, would you like to go next? <gasps> okay, I'm going to go. I usually pick this one because nobody else picks it. Uh, Ratatouille. Crap, that was oh. Mine. <laughs> oh, really? Nice. <laughs> There's going to be overlap. There's, There's going to be overlap. Yeah. Um, I think I saw this movie and I liked it, and that was before I started to work very closely with Lab Rats myself. <sighs> and now just feel like I have a kinship with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, you know, it's a, a good story of, of family and branching out on your own and finding your passion and it's just it's such a random concept too that a little rat can control a man with his hair 
Yeah, to make food. <laughs> to named, make food. Named Linguini. Can we all just yes. <laughs> bask in the genius that is naming a human yeah. being Linguini, and who in fact does look like a Linguini noodle? Yes, yes he does. He does. And yeah. I also really enjoy the food critic. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Who, He's dark. Yes, who lives in a coffin shape. He has that voice <laughs> that every um, emphasizing sound is like, like it's, it's mm. he clicks yes. when he talks almost. Yeah. It's yeah. Such, it's yeah. Fantastic. So again, this is like opposite to the good dinosaur where it seemed like they were picking a very bizarre theme and it didn't seem Mm -hmm. safe. It's like rats are not a popular character, especially in animations. They're usually the enemy. Uh, Disney's made a whole like storyline out of the mice are the good ones and the rats are the big evil Mm -hmm. enemies. And so this like movie was really kind of glorifying rats as like a good creature. They even had that extra special yeah, feature where it's like really all about cool. rats. Yeah. That was really that was awesome. That little song. That was great. Oh, so I can get why you liked it. That definitely speaks to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's also neat. Yeah. I mean, it's one of the ones was. that my father and I have seen together the most, actually, because my dad and I do, in fact, watch a great deal of Pixar movies together. And we've seen Ratatouille over and over and over again. And he loves it. Why. It, it gets, <laughs> honestly gets better the more that you watch it, which mm-hmm. is kind of mm-hmm. something that's great about Pixar yes. in general. Yeah, that's one I never got to see until uh, you introduced it to me. And I'm, I'm glad you did. Oh, yeah. And your dad really likes it, too. Yes, he does. Well, and the food looks great. Yeah. <laughs> like, inspire. If a rat can make it. <laughs> no, I still can't make it. Like All right. I can make better sauces than I can. All right, I'm going to go now. So oh boy. I have a feeling I'm going to have less overlap with you two, but we'll see. Okay. And if there is one that I imagine you guys would agree with, I'm going to go with Wally oh, yes. as one of my favorites. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember the first time I saw it, that, that seemed like one of the most beautiful things that looked like real life too. That opening yeah. scenes, it's just like, this This looks too real. Mm-hmm. And it's like, is this what our world's going to become? This is kind of scary. <laughs> And that was another really brave movie because they did a couple really interesting things. Is they definitely are speaking very poorly about our commercialism, our mm-hmm. food and health diet, yes, the big and large, setups, <laughs> oh, yeah. like where we're going, um, and it's it's not a good place. But it's still like a positive movie. And the other brave thing they did is there's like no real dialogue yeah. for like the first mm-hmm. hour, but you get so much communication out of them they're just such expressive like robots too yep so cute and of course i picked the robot one i apparently love robots yes i think pete has a I robot don't think thing. That that's entirely surprising <laughs> no okay <laughs> but it is still very human that's a really yeah. interesting point is that even though really the human characters that are in it are have all of a few lines of dialogue there's really not that much that they have to say most of the time mm-hmm. they're just globular things floating around (laughs) um, on their floating lawn chairs. Uh, But the robots are the almost this more symbol of what human nature can be good for. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Rather than the humans Mm -hmm. representing that. It's it's Wally who's convincing the look at this rather than your TV screen. He's the one showing them things which is kind of interesting. That is interesting. Another neat thing about that is, as far as I know, that's the only Pixar movie that has a real-life human in it as well. I don't know if you All remember right. that. There's the by-and-large president yeah. guy. Yeah. Interesting. And they even did a neat thing where they're, there's a point where they're showing how humans have evolved, and it's like they start with him, and they start to get a little bit fatter, and they start to turn more into a cartoon. Yeah. Uh, so that was another oh. weird way how they kind of brought okay. in... This is your world like this isn't just a cartoon like this is a serious thing that we need to be aware of Uh uh-huh hit us all over the head with some some deep stuff to see an adorable robot and they were like large people watch yourself (laughs) no (laughs) bone density (laughs) yeah you've been taught a lesson yo Mm -hmm. of course you said bone density yep gotta throw that in (laughs) that's that's d (laughs) okay anything else about wally guys and move on i mean it's great and the the short we just rewatched Bernie mm-hmm. a couple oh, weeks yes. ago. Again, uh, really expressive robot. So funny. <laughs> so funny. It is one of. If yeah, anyone hasn't seen that, that, like you need to go see it. It's one of the mm-hmm. funniest things you will ever see. It's just this tiny little failure robot <laughs> just mm-hmm. just wants to get a light back on. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Hardest day of his life. It's so cute. It's so cute. It's so funny. Yeah. All right. Let's move okay. on to number two, Sarah. Okay, so number two. What did I put for number two? Mm-hmm. This is a good question. 
see she took ratatouille and that was my second one so oh okay, yeah that's right we're gonna start we're gonna start running into that's true buckets. we are um so i'm gonna go ahead and pick up up which first yeah. of all has an opening five minutes that if it does not reduce you to tears you are not a human being uh and it's got no dialogue that's another one where they've managed to do something ridiculously incredible with absolutely no spoken word at all and yeah but they managed to combine that with just i think it's one of the funniest ones they've ever come out with doug mixed with squirrel Oh, mixed with Russell, mixed with I mean, uh, with mixed with Carl. Mm-hmm. It's mm. and the bird Kevin. Yeah. Oh, the, the female bird. Kevin is <laughs> the most ragtag group of people, and it's just it's so funny, but so real at the same time. Even though it's a house that floats in the balloons, in balloons. Oh yeah, Diane, please share. Please share the comment to the down to South America, but somehow it's very realistic. No matter how many balloons it actually might take, we're not sure about the science. You know. No, no. My mom. I asked. I think I let my mom borrow it. And I'm yeah. Like, what'd you think? Because I think it's such a great oh, one. Right. And she you was like, me this. "Well, it's a little unrealistic." <laughs> I'm like, mom, mom. <laughs> Unlike those other Pixar movies. Oh, I can't watch stuff like that with my mom either, though. She's like, "I don't understand what's happening." <laughs> Okay, mother. You just gotta like float with just accept it and move on. Yeah, it's just an interesting way that he has figured out how to. It's meant to be how to go on an adventure. How to go on an adventure. I love that. Um, He thinks that he needs to be going on these adventures with his wife, Mm -hmm. and she's just like, "Thanks for just the life adventure, and go have one of your own." And I'm like, "Yeah," and it makes me almost feel, you know, like just. Go live life and enjoy it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now that up definitely had one of, yeah, it's probably one of the saddest of the Pixar movies. It is, but at the same time, it ends with something that, you know, he doesn't end up living down in South America. You know, he ends up coming back and basically mm-hmm. being a father figure to Russell. Yeah. And uh, yeah. and it's the the ending scene. It's all completely complete normalcy. It's him pinning a badge onto a junior explorer, whatever mm-hmm. his title mm-hmm. is. Yeah. And yeah. what a title. Like, he has, <laughs> like, he's a CEO in some company. Yeah. <laughs> Pinning a grape soda badge onto a little kid, which is the most yes. normal thing in the world. And mm-hmm. that's, it's kind of cool that after all of those grand adventures and fighting with a bird and a tennis racket thing, or the tennis ball mm-hmm. thing on a helium balloon or whatever the hell it is oh yeah 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 the tennis balls yeah after all that action sequence they just come home that's another one of those movies where it starts in one area and it just gradually goes somewhere totally different like the villain gets revealed like an hour and 20 minutes into the movie and then it's like boom there's suddenly big action sequences and dog fights which was a clever pun he's one of the scariest villains yeah yeah he's actually genuinely terrifying yeah um, that was the other thing with, um, sorry to go back, but Inside Out, it had these like really sad moments, um, especially with the, uh, the what the heck was the... Bing Bong. Yeah, Bing Bong. And the Bing Bong thing felt really forced to me, you know? At times it was like it they play that strange. music again and it's like, okay, come on, Pixar, are you doing this in every movie <laughs> where it's like you have to have a sad scene? And that was another, I think, reason I marked a little scratch off (laughs) on Inside Out. But Up is definitely, that hits you right in the feels and they do it right. All the music, I know uh, I've already mentioned my sister in the past, but she she likes listening to soundtrack music when she studies and does work. Um, And the the up soundtrack and the finding nemo soundtrack are two of the things that she listens to constantly and she says that sometimes you just hear a couple notes and automatically you just feel like you're going to start crying. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Intense. That's interesting. I don't know if I could ever like pick out and be like, "Oh, this is that song from Up." I don't like I don't remember anything from it. Well, there's the song that plays and one of you is probably going to mention Finding Nemo, but so we'll get to that. But the <laughs> the that song next. that plays right after um the barracuda attack okay it is pretty i don't i I don't know if this would happen to you but when i hear it 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 is an automatic association to that scene yes but you guys are seeing finding nemo billions of times (laughs) so let's get into that d okay yes definitely have to put finding nemo on the list Mm -hmm. um i don't think you can have a movie where you probably know all of the dialogue and not consider it one of your yes favorite movies yes Dare we test that? Do a scene. We, we probably could, actually. 
I have also you can do even the the gestures because Dory is fantastically she's great flaily. She kind of talks yeah. like me. Sorry, she kind of talks like me a little bit, where she uh, involves every part of her body oh. and the fins flapping up in the air. It's and kind of one topic, another topic, oh, one yeah, topic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you? Do you? Do you? <laughs> nice. Yes. So, so, what do I like about Finding Nemo? I what don't do you like? Just, what do you not like about Finding Nemo? Yeah. <laughs> I'll say one really cool thing about okay. it is they did a really good job of capturing all the different creatures and even uh, the geographical space of like the stream in Australia. The, yes, the region. All those things. Yeah. But like even just the behaviors of all the animals. And it's like I didn't really know all of these different fish. And like you guys were saying before we started recording, like clownfish, did anyone really know what those were or care about them? And then the movie mm-hmm. comes out and all of a sudden everyone's going in the ocean and stealing cl- clownfish. Yes, please don't do that yeah. after watching Finding Dory. I don't know how you watch that. I mean, he gets stolen away from his dad and your immediate thought is, I'm going to steal another fish away <laughs> hey, from their yeah. family. That's irony. Uh, uh, dude, you missed the point. Yeah. <laughs> and you put them in a fish tank, just like in the movie. Yeah, exactly. Go back. Give them to your child that's going to shake them up and murder them dead. Uh, yeah, I like that character. She uh, was awesome. Dora, is that her name? Darla. 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 She's Darla. awful. <laughs> it's just immediately, every, all of my reproductive organs are just, nope, I don't want that. Please don't. Please never. Shut down. Agreed. One of the best things, though, is I don't know if either of you have seen the, the making of featurette for no, Finding Nemo because they went so. very, very into detail about all the background work that they did. Uh, shooting uh, going on location to oceans and working in fish oh, tanks wow um, okay. specifically yeah. with lighting okay yeah because all i think that they were talking about that that was mm-hmm. the biggest <laughs> was trying to get the lighting perfect the way light goes Hits into water, water yeah. the way it reflects upon you can see particles mm-hmm. in the kind of in the water floating around where it almost mm-hmm. looks like there's dust coming down and the way everything reflects off of everything and yes. i think the animators probably <laughs> nearly died trying to do all this because it took what five yeah. years to make or something like that so oh. it was one of their earlier ones too like that yeah. was well, one they of their started, first breakouts yeah right? they started they, well they i think they started storyboarding it ages and ages before it actually even came out it's just so difficult it's such a huge project and watching the behind the scenes stuff Mm -hmm. the making of is Mm -hmm. pretty incredible because you really realize how much freaking work they did yeah one thing you can't uh, underestimate is how hard it is to make underwater look good oh um i notice this i play a lot of video games but whenever your character goes underwater it always looks like (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Well, the way that, that the down. way you move through water is so different too. You can't. Yeah. A lot of times, mm-hmm. I I haven't played nearly as much video games. As you no, but it's it's hard to represent of... what it looks like to be right. like under in a weird surface, right? That mm-hmm. it obstructs visibil- visibility. Yes. Ugh. Um. So yeah, your points about lightning. That's that's a very good point. Well, and they went from like you know daylight to darkness to cave to yeah. explosion jellyfish to field. jellyfish field. To fish tank, fish yeah. tank covered in gross algae. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they kind of did everything. They kind of, I think that they just kind of went, as soon as we have to do the ocean, let's just do all of it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're already doing all this work. Mm-hmm. Let's make it mm-hmm. the the greatest thing in the world, which mm-hmm. is a lot of times in concepts and in uh, geographical setting, they really shoot for the moon, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is... Impressive when a lot of people are. Let's just settle for the explodey thing. Yes. (laughs) Yes. All right. Well, that's where I'm going to go. So my next pick is an explodey thing. One of my three favorites is The Incredibles. Yeah, Pete likes The Incredibles. Love it a lot. Um, No capes. It's probably one of the funniest (laughs) Pixar movies. Yes. Like point for point. Um, I love the family dynamic. Um, Some of the funniest scenes is like when they're in that. trailer and they're trying to drive oh, around and yeah. she's like giving directions and and he's like going real fast <laughs> and the kids are like freaking out in the back and it's oh, like it's great it's like it's like a normal family but you know super sized <laughs> it's like the uh, dinner time scene where dash is fighting oh, and like yeah. running around the table and mom yeah. is trying to hold them elastic yeah. style and the girl's thrown up force fields and the baby's like aha like, this is great and do Dad's, you want me to engage <laughs> i'm engaging <laughs> lifts up the whole dang table and then the doorbell rings and they're like "Mm, quick go back to normal yeah Yeah. 
plus Edna Mode is one of the greatest characters to come out of mm-hmm. just she's and that is voiced by brad bird right i think so yeah, yeah. it's voice Modus? it's voiced yeah. by a dude yeah. <gasps> i oh, believe it's brad better. bird oh that's great and, and she was inspired by anna winter which i think is really funny yeah oh look nice. at that haircut you yeah. really didn't see that yeah, yeah. <laughs> i see it now edna mold and guest <laughs> So there are a lot of like Pixar movies where you guys have like favorite lines that you remember, and there yes. are at least two from The Incredibles that I love. Um, Which are at Frozone doing "Woman, where is my super suit?" Oh, yes. Which is hilarious, and uh, probably the line from the villain where it's like "and got busy." <laughs> both nice. Two hilarious lines. Excellent. But yeah, Incredibles also very visually impressive. There's a lot of really cool stuff going on there, especially like that scene where Dash is running on water oh. and it's like super fast and all these things are it's chasing him cool. with these giant spinning blades. Mm-hmm. It's like very technical, very interesting. It's really, really cool. Um, and some of their best writing. Comedic sure. writing. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. I it's love all the, like the hidden stuff. adult jokes I got in there with like the kid jokes. So it's like a kid can enjoy it and there's a little something for the adults to go, wow. Nice. Nice. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, and it's kind of, uh, it's it's funny that to me, I think it's one of the best superhero movies of all time, yes. oddly enough, yeah. when it's, so, when people don't generally, you know, a lot of times animated movies get a little bit, uh, I don't want to say slighted, but that they, they are a genre within themselves, but they also have genres within animated movies, right? So it is a superhero movie. It's an, it's an animated movie, but it's a superhero movie mm-hmm. as well. And it's one of the best. Well, and, you know, uh, Civil War, mm-hmm. Captain America, the whole thing was like, uh, can you just not help us anymore? And I was like, the superheroes, the Avengers? Yeah. Oh. They were like, can you just, like, not help us? You're just causing trouble. And I'm like, this is, like, Incredibles Part 2. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. No, That's it a good is. Point. It's funny. They did it first. That and, was great, though. And yeah. arguably better. <laughs> so. Yeah, that was a great plot point. I forgot. That's how it, that's mm-hmm. how it starts, where yeah. they have to be regular people. Yes, yeah, very neat storyline. Very cool. I mean, to be fair, the Civil War comic came out before. That's true. Oh, yeah. That's true. <laughs> so, so who knows who first like, came up with this I concept. mean, every superhero everybody, story has been recycled. So Everybody's inspired everybody. from everybody. Exactly. Yeah. It's great, though. I like that pick. Cool. Nice. Do you have something else to do? Do you have a third, Sarah? The list? Um, I had also put The Incredibles down. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm and sorry. No, 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 no. It's okay. There's just too many to pick from. <laughs> So the other one that I do have down here, and I swear I didn't pick all of the most emotional ones on purpose. Uh, this is just kind of with the overlaps that you guys stole from me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have gone, I wrote Sorry. down six, by the way, just, yeah. just because I didn't think that <laughs> there was going to be so many, much overlap, which there is. Uh, Toy Story 3. Nice. Mm-hmm. And it it's one of those ones that is a, con- it's so good for so many reasons. <laughs> it's funny. Again, smart. Mm-hmm again very emotional and it also just hits the nostalgia really really heavily yeah they banked Um, on that big time they did and but i'm okay with it because it's also just such a good movie it wasn't all fan service if you you will yeah you know what that's like star wars force awakens though right it's like they nailed the nostalgia they know what you want to see but they do it really well exactly and if you do it well then i'm okay with you know banking on the nostalgia a little bit because it kind of feels good especially for people that grew up with Toy Story movies and yeah, it was good timing that oh, we were all great. you know this was Toy Story and we grew up yeah. with it and now we can see what's what's going to happen yeah. and we are transitioning in our lives and hey yeah. they have to transition too well, and they grew up the themes a little bit it's definitely mm-hmm. a little more adult than the other Toy Story movies mm-hmm. but still kept the same charm and attitude about the whole mm-hmm. thing while growing it up a little bit yeah, which on the topic of villains it's weird that. Probably the most scared I've ever been by a Pixar villain is that freaking teddy bear. It is so terrifying. Lotso hugging bear. (laughs) Yeah. And he's the booming voice and the and the stance and the stare. It's weird. I've never been so scared of a stuffed animal before. Yes. They had to make a stuffed animal look menacing. Voice voice actors can bring a lot to that for sure. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. the voice was was a lot of it. Uh, what I wanna ask you is uh you're a little bit older, but I was wondering if your sister like really relates to Toy Story three. It's about her age. Like she would have been probably the age of I don't Andy. What's the kid's name? Andy. Yeah, when first going one going away out. to college, and then going to college when Toy Story three came out. She didn't. Um, 
I don't think that she had as much attachment to uh, the original Toy Story movies. I actually don't even think she's seen Toy Story 2, which mm. is a crime. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she, I mean, to put it in perspective, she's she's five years younger than I am, so she's 20. And her favorite Disney movie, the original Disney movie, is Mulan. Oh, cool. Right? Which came out, which I is like an amazing Mulan. movie, but it obviously did come out after some of these other ones. And my favorite is... Uh, is uh, Beauty and the Beast, which is obviously an older one. So yeah. she is, even though it's only five years, it does make a difference in terms of, she does love Toy Story 3, but I don't think it carries okay. quite the same okay. weight. Interesting. Emotional load. Yeah. The ending The ending is also the best. I, they're coming out with a fourth one, which makes me That's really wrong. nervous. That's wrong. I know. Why? <laughs> I know. It makes, me a little, it makes me a little upset at them because, because Toy Story 3 just had the most perfect ending. ending. Uh-huh. Yeah. It just rounded everything out so nicely, mm-hmm. but I think that they're making a Toy Story four about oh, what's I don't remember what the kid's name is. The oh, kids Bonnie. Toys. Bonnie. She's adorable. She is cute. She, they're making. I think it's about her, but I'm, I'm just Bonnie. worried that it's just going to almost be a well, revamp. Yeah, just Toy Story one again, which I don't want. Anyway, I would not it doesn't be it take away nervous from... about that before, but just with the recent releases, you know, yeah, and especially one? like sequels haven't always been Pixar's. No. I mean, Monsters University, Cars two. I mean, Cars itself was not very good, but mm. sequels haven't always been. Other than Toy Story two, two and three, and three yeah. they haven't really been. And I mean, we haven't seen Finding Dory yet. But I really we'll hope see. that that's one of the good ones as well. And then mm-hmm. they're coming out with the second Incredibles. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So second Incredibles, I think is next. I think it's actually either next year or twenty eighteen. I can't remember. Dang, that's weird. So it they, makes me nervous because they, they don't have the best. I, I don't know whether they need to start hiring more people or <laughs> what. I know yeah. that these movies do take a long time to make, so mm-hmm. maybe they should be. I'm sorry, we're getting a little sidetracked here, but mm-hmm. um, but I don't know whether they need to kind of stop this whole come out with one movie a year thing. Definitely. I think mm-hmm. that they Let should. It take time. Because yeah. these movies do take a really long time to make. And I think right now, I don't think, other than Finding Dory, which has obviously been in production for years, I don't think that all the movies that they're coming out with now have been worked on for as long as they need to be. There's too much pressure to come out with one every year. So Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. No, they need to just relieve themselves of that. Yeah, maybe it's a stockholder quarterly whatever financial thing that they have to meet certain amounts Mm-hmm. Yeah. All comes down to money. Let's move on. Yes. So What's I, the next? Can I say one more thing though? Yes. yes. I really enjoyed Spanish Buds. <gasps> oh my goodness! Yes. Oh, it's so great. You know, just a little. Oh, I forgot about a little that. Spanish Buds flair. Oh, it's yeah. fantastic! <laughs> it's and again, with the physicality of non-human things being yeah. animated, yeah. the physicality of Spanish Buzz is something to see, and so, it makes you wonder if somebody was goofy salsa dancing, mm. and that they were like, "This is what <laughs> this is what like. I need to do." <laughs> this is what this is what this is happening. I'm, I'm glad I'm glad you brought it up because what I've always been curious about is what happens when they localize that movie in oh, we Spanish. Oh, like, yeah. What happens in that scene? Does he become English Buzz? And do, do <laughs> they just, do a different just dance? Some other like, maybe he becomes like I don't know Latin. Or like a valley girl or something? I don't know. Oh, gosh. <laughs> because I don't know. How, I don't know. how would Spanish people take that joke? Like, would they be like, what, what is think, this? Especially I don't think if it's much watching... of a joke. It's just he just got It would just be like you're going to Spanish, Spanish, Spanish Spanish, mode. right? Yeah. So I think it just he just turns into a flamenco dancing. So they'll call dancing. it flamenco mode? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I'm really curious how they, that works. In they the probably actually have the toys that are like, oh, yeah, we right. need to switch it to the version, maybe? I don't know. No, there's I'm intrigued no by that because options. I know that there's no been options. other movies and I can't remember right off the top of my head where they change very slightly different things uh, appropriately to reflect where mm-hmm. it is. Like sometimes they'll switch out uh, drinks, yeah, and food and stuff to yeah. to right, yeah, that better one. market to other mm-hmm. environments. Oh, well, there are movies that go to China that they like entirely get rid of flags and things and try to like Ooh, oh, yeah. not yeah. make it about anything other than their own country. Well, apparently a lot of uh, American movies are are coming out that are either have some sort of connections to China in a positive way because China is such a massive market and it's mm-hmm. becoming this thing yeah. where mm-hmm. studios mm-hmm. will specifically try to appeal to China, which is kind of funny. Interesting. Yeah. So, so you know, when you ever watch a movie and you change it to Spanish just for fun, yes, it sounds like Spanish buzz. So that's why I'm really curious how um. Spanish buzz, like... 
translates. It, yeah, it translates in another country. Mm. So I, just I mean, to throw most. That in there. I feel like most yeah. most cultures are very aware of their own stereotypes. Probably. I mean, Canadians a boot. We live in igloos. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So it's all, I mean, we're well aware of a. those things too. So yeah. when we see a Canadian stereotype, Robin Scherbatsky on Harm yeah. Your Mother, um, it's, it's, it, we're very much aware of it. Yeah. And That's good point. Yeah. Very good point. And we're just like, haha, nice. We get it. This is great. Cool. Thanks for the shout out. LOL moose. Yeah. <laughs> Beavers. Yeah. yeah. Everywhere. Okay. Sorry. So. That's good. That's good. D. Number three. Um, yeah, I was going to say Toy Story 3. So I'll Uh-oh. pick an honor, a very honorable mention, Monsters, Inc. Oh, now yes. you got mine. All right. <laughs> <Nice>. Start <laughs> thinking now. Yeah, just keep stealing them. Um, just another one that I really enjoy. I like the banter between um, Mike and Sully. And I remember the first time watching it just thinking it was so hilarious that Mike tries to put a dinner plate at his face and then you realize it's his contact lens. And to me, that was so funny. (laughs) Oh, it's so great. I'm like, oh, these guys are creative. Yeah. Um, And also just, just, you know, a fun, fun story. Like the monsters having to run on child's screens and having to make this, make this a business. Oh, it's very cool. This is how it all gets how this all gets run, but there's a more efficient way of doing it. I almost feel like there's a theme, like a, a theme of how we can more efficiently run run the world on mm-hmm. on happiness, on yeah. laughter. No, it's good, and it's a neat perspective or idea for a kids movie because how many mm-hmm. kids are afraid of monsters under yeah. their bed or in yep. the closet? So it's like you can watch this, and it'll be scary. Actually, it's pretty terrifying in parts. Oh, there mm-hmm. are some parts um, that are very scary. But, uh, it might be an interesting way to sort of explain, look, it's not that bad. Yep. Maybe they'll tell you jokes later. <laughs> and Mike I think Bajowski. they were just... <laughs> Mike they were just so good with Sully's fur. Oh, uh, yeah. you just oh, sit there great. and watch the fur it and be like, cuddly. fuzzy. Yeah. So this is one of the, this is one of the earliest Pixar yes. movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's one of the first ones they really nailed. Um, Toy Story was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it was in a time when 3D animation was just becoming a yeah, thing. Yeah, it was like the first, the first uh, one, one of the first. Well, ones. and it was very much uh, marketed to kids. It wasn't uh, as mm-hmm. I don't think that there was quite as many threads in adults. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting like, to see it again. I don't know how well it's held up. I saw it a few years ago, and the, I still the really, really look liked weird, it. Right? Mm-hmm. They do look very strange. Yeah. They do look um, uh, a little bit, yeah. A little bit like when a JV animator is just trying to make a person mm-hmm. look very person-like, and it's yeah. boo. Yeah, but it's, it's not—it's not terrible. I mean, it's—it's it's of its time, yeah. and but it's still very, very good. It's—it's it's not one of the best, in my opinion. But it was also one that was marketed pretty heavily just to kids. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not an upper or, inner, you know, it's one of these other ones that have more adult themes running through them. Mm-hmm. So, Monsters Inc. Uh, is yeah one of my favorites for sure, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. And every time at that ending, where he opens that door and it's just a zoom in of his face, mm-hmm. and it's just like, boo! It's like that gets me every time. <laughs> so it's like, so wow, I'm such a sucker. Yeah. <laughs> well, they really get you with the cute kid. The yes. kid is amazing. Apparently, they just they ran around with a microphone with a kid who's running around, and they're like trying to get her to do lines. Oh, really? But she's a little kid. Like I think one of the kids was the animator at the time. So it's so it's, happy, it's almost all like improvised, right? Because she doesn't really like say she full really sentences. Talk. She doesn't really talk. Yeah, she goes Mike Wazowski at one yeah, point. Yeah, you just need, You just need sound and bites. Like, we're like running around and yeah, giggling and yeah. running around. Mm-hmm. This is like that's what. So just imagine a bunch of guys with microphones <laughs> running around. Well, this kid trying to capture some good audio. She's like, this is a fun game. Yeah, and uh, that's why it's so authentic. Yeah, she's great. I uh, I read something the other day. This is kind of a little bit uh, off topic, a little bit, but I saw something that someone thought it would be really funny to have a crossover movie with uh, Lilo from Lilo and Stitch Uh with uh, Boo Hmm. in college together, and they bond over their shared kind of monster-y experiences, and that there's something that happens where they accidentally have, like the monsters accidentally have a door that's open in a college dorm, rather, or maybe that they're trying to to make college kids laugh. They realize that they can branch out, maybe, (laughs) into other business ventures, but then something happens where they have to go and save 
the monsters nice. with Stitch as well. I nice. thought that was really funny. That's wild. Somebody just randomly came up with this fan theory I never that it would be kind of, of an interesting yeah. cross-world thing. Mm-hmm. Them as older kids and, and you know, um, that, you know, Lilo was the only one who didn't think it was weird that, you know, a... a, a adult woman well like a teenager had named her fish mike wazowski (laughs) (laughs) which i thought was kind of funny it's kind of funny to think about and Mm -hmm. think about these people in these movies Mm -hmm. growing up as humans yeah as as actual human beings and how they would move on with their lives afterwards after their weird adventures yeah yeah Yeah. it's kind of cool but monsters think it's definitely yeah it's a good one and it's also one of the funniest ones it's a nice morning, 18 yeah. degrees, sunny, perfect day for working out the flab that's hanging on the side of the bed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's an oddly specific uh, line that you managed to pick out there. That's, that's so funny. Oh, I love it. And the odorant? The yeah. odorant. Oh, I got garbage. garbage. <laughs> Sweaty gym socks? Yes. And Roz. We can't forget oh, Roz. Oh. That's another one where the voice just kind of makes everything. Probably voiced by a guy as well. I think so. Again. That, it sounds yeah. like a guy. <laughs> I think that's very much on purpose. Mm-hmm. Cool. So I'm going to just say that we've covered all of them because uh, my, so. my honorable mention was Toy Story 3. You, mm-hmm. We hit all of ours, so I think, I think mm-hmm. that's good. What I did want to go into, though, is maybe we can – we sort of dipped in it a little bit and put a peg into it, but maybe we'll talk a little bit about the not good Pixar movies where they kind of failed. Um, is there like one you definitely dislike the most and what did they do wrong? I don't know that there's the, for some reason, the one that sticks out to me, I don't think it's the worst one. I think it's the one that I dislike the most comparatively to other people that like it, which is cars. I don't like cars. either. I really didn't like it. I didn't get the hype behind it. I didn't understand why this was a thing to me. It was very by the numbers, uh, yeah. cocky, successful uh, learns his lesson. It's, it was just kind of, yeah. and it's cars, it's vehicles. It doesn't really make sense. Uh, and it's uh, not that creative. And Mater either. is no. so annoying. Yes, he is. I mean, it's so, and it's kind of, I mean, I'm not even from the South or anything. It's very insulting that he's, well, somebody. he's, he's a comedian and that's like his bit. Right. Uh, forget his name but it's like something the laborer or something is, right. is, is his com- comedic bit and he talks uh, like that on oh, stage it, it's not jeff foxworthy is it no no like, no he actually goes by like something the repair guy or something it's like his oh. his bit and they hired him and he was basically doing his bit okay. as a tow truck that's boring yeah and I didn't think he was a funny comedian. And so I was like, no. I heard he's going to be in a Pixar movie. It's like, what is this? And yeah, Cars really did not hit it for me either. Mm, no. It was kind of annoying. Not, not as drawn emotionally into the film. I think they kind of just thought yeah. that, they were, they, that they could make it, if they were making it not people, that they were Cars, it would mm-hmm. automatically make these themes that are very generic and mm-hmm. characters that are very generic, uh-huh. it would automatically make them more interesting as long as they're making the characters not people. Mm-hmm. It's like, look, it's a symbol. Blah, 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 blah. I just didn't. <laughs> it just, I didn't appreciate it. Didn't make it. any it, sense? Though. It didn't. Well, yeah. It made they, zero sense at all, and it it just it kind of I came out of it just annoyed. Yeah. And then I babysat kids that loved it and were oh, obsessed yeah. with Lightning McQueen, and I was like, they boys? pick better movies. <laughs> yeah, one of them. Yeah, one of them was boys. Luckily, the other kids that I babysat always loved Jurassic Park. So. Wow. I loved those kids. That's awesome. I will take care of you. That is not a want. kid's movie. It's not. And I asked the parents afterwards, are they allowed? They told me they were allowed, but I'm not sure I believe them. And they're like, yeah, they snuck it away from us one time, and now we've just given up. Wow. <laughs> so it's just like what I think parenting is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> trying, trying, trying. Okay. I give we up give now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm giving in. This is too hard. So one more big crime for cars. Uh, mm-hmm. A big thing that really bothered me is they had Life is a Highway in, in the movie, which was great, mm-hmm. but they didn't just let the Tom Cochran one play. They had this like cheesy cover of it, and it was just so out of place. Uh, it's like, okay, I get oh, why you that, picked that. Uh, it's Rascal Flatts. Is it? I think. I don't is it know. It? Okay. I don't know who it is. That. It just sounds really but. cheesy, and it's like, oh, come on. Well, that, that song's like a Canadian classic. Why did you butcher it? Kind of epitomizes the movie, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cheesy and a little annoying. Very much. Mm-hmm. D. Dishonorable um, mention. Were you going to talk about the good dinosaur that we just saw? Well, we can do that. Let's do that. Um, I would have to say 
One of the things that struck me is the secondary characters that they would bring in mm-hmm. were just weird. Like there's these, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, like, to make yeah. It. There's just these, um, the birds. Yeah. Oh, the, the triceratops. triceratops. Okay, so there's a triceratops that's kind of just blending into the scenery, and he just has all these horns and all these birds on it, and he's like, who are you? Yeah, the delivery was and so he's strange. Like, can you just don't go, just go, just walk away. It's like, the we're gonna, weirdest And it's scene. like, this is not funny. I don't know what was your this triceratops purpose high? is. Seemed that's like what it, it kind of seemed like. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> there actually was a scene in the movie where they like eat mushrooms too. And they like, eat and they raw have this weird scene mm-hmm. where they start like hallucinating and laughing. And it's yep. like, this isn't a kid's movie. This is so strange. That's and it wasn't odd. funny. And it was just like really, mm-hmm. really dumb. And even the birds too were kind of, they were supposed to be villains. You mean the pterodactyls? The pterodactyls. They're not birds. They're, sorry. I guess they're flying dinosaur beard. Dinosaur, dinosaur birds. Dinosaur birds. They were supposed to be the villains, and they were just, I don't know what it was. They were not very villainous, or they were just had awkward dialogue. Nothing was or, well developed with any Yeah, okay. maybe not well developed. I don't know. You get, Was there you know, like potential for a good movie in it, and they just didn't do it right, or is it just not a good movie? Uh, much like you were saying with another one, is like they're playing it really safe. Okay. It just felt like they yeah. were trying to hit all the points and it's like okay. you can almost predict it and it was weird because there were a mm-hmm. lot of clips and it. it was like this is this this is from lion king it's like you've picked the lion king yes, scene it's here that's like, like gonna fall off a cliff it's like yep. okay lion king and then mm-hmm. it's like your dad's speaking to you in the clouds it's like yes. why don't you just name him mufasa and get on with it <laughs> like it didn't seem very original at all it yeah was like, sucks and it wasn't like a i don't know yeah he fell off a cliff it wasn't this like dramatic death there's just kind of like uh Bruh, he slipped <laughs> but but your dad slipped but you could easily scale the next mountain yeah and hop up and climb and, and be fine okay. and be okay and it's like i probably um, won't put time out of my day to see i it. don't know i don't know if you want to turn it into some kind of weird drinking game it could be fun i don't know <laughs> every time you roll your eyes take a drink every time you yes. hate everything about it yes. yeah. anytime a theme from a previous disney and or pixar movie comes up yeah. yeah. Okay, what's yours? I'm sure. Um, you guys touched on it again, so mm-hmm. I'm trying to And we think. didn't see Cars 2. So. I did see Cars 2. Oh, I don't know did? why, considering I hated Cars <laughs> 1 so much. I can't even remember. This is how unremarkable it was. I literally can't remember anything that happened in it. There's a British car. That's all I know. Something like okay. that. <laughs> I don't know. It was so stupid. It was so much worse than Cars. It was almost like they wanted to make Cars 2 just to be like, see, Cars 1 wasn't that bad. <laughs> Didn't work. <laughs> Did not. <laughs> the opposite happened. I really, I don't think Cars is a, a terrible movie. And if you're no, like a young do. kid, <laughs> if you're a young kid, it's enjoyable. But probably, I don't know. I'm not a young. I'm just going to try and encourage children to watch other movies because then if they want to watch them repeatedly, I'll be so down for that mm. for something else. I just know that I'm going to end up popping out some spawn that only wants to listen to <laughs> oh, terrible, terrible music. <laughs> I'm not buying any toys that make uh, sounds. They have chew toys now for dogs that are um, quiet squeakers. Yeah. That only they can hear. Oh, I'm like, can we genius. make some of those for babies? That's smart. Yeah. They've yeah. actually done research and found that yeah, younger humans can hear different frequencies than <gasps> older ones. So mm-hmm. that's a good theory. Oh, my God. Totally do that. that. Um, yes. I, yeah. Been purposely avoiding buying noisy toys for other people because I don't want them returned. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Reciprocated. Yes. Returned. Yes. That's right. Like drum sets. <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh, who does that? <laughs> no, I, I uh, know somebody wow. who has a friend Here's that a at violin. the baby sh- shower, they gave them a drum set. And they're like, what is your problem? Why do you hate me? That's so random and big. That is random. Also, like, kind of dangerous. Let's give them yeah. things that they can hit people well, and themselves And really, with. like, not necessary. Like, just give them a plastic Tupperware container. Yeah. I know. That's what I played when I was a kid. <laughs> we made do, you know? We had couch cushions, turned that yeah. into a drum set. And you're a really great musician now, so... Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't have anything to add for bad. I think there's mm-hmm. some Pixar movies that um, get a bad rap that don't deserve it. I remember like hearing about Braid, and people are like, that was one of the... Brave. Oh, brave. Brave. Braid. Yeah. <laughs> 
Brave? <laughs> you brave. said braid. It was brave. It's it brave. is brave? Okay. Yeah, with a V. Okay. I thought mm-hmm. it was a hair thing because her hair is amazing in that movie. Oh, oh her yes. hair. It's um, very I like well that animated. movie. Yeah, I thought okay. it was going to oh, be yeah, like great. bad, but uh-huh. it was actually really enjoyable. I really liked it. Also, I yeah. kind of, I mean, a little biased in the sense, but I'm always pretty gung-ho about any movie that allows for a female character. That a strong has, female character. Yes. Mm-hmm. That has uh, a real personality and motives outside of... It passes the... What is it? Bechdel test? Bechdel test. Bechdel test. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, which a mm-hmm. shockingly low amount of movies pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Including animated movies. Including animated movies. Mm-hmm. And a lot of yeah. girl power movies <laughs> don't pass the Bechdel test. <laughs> so. Especially... And romantic comedies. Oh, the we, worst. We talked okay. about that a couple of weeks ago. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I could, I could other go episode. on and on and on about that, but I will not. Just blah. Yes. All right. Well, we have just done the longest podcast. Oh. Woo. That's not surprising. Look at who is joining you today. <laughs> because we had our special guest. Oh, yeah. Yay. Who loves to hear herself talk. Not at all. <laughs> it's okay. All right. So shall we wrap this up? Yeah. Sure. In conclusion, Pixar's great overall even their misses <laughs> there's not many of them and i mean well i hope the future bodes well yeah. I, i'm not as optimistic as you are i mean the sequels make me nervous uh mm-hmm. the reliance on sequels has, has always been something that's kind of a bone mm-hmm. of contention with the entire movie industry right now uh which is just that it's all uh rehashes revamps and sequels and i don't want pixar to fall into that i think that there should be a petition somewhere to be <laughs> we don't need one every year we don't mm-hmm. You have enough money, come out mm-hmm. with one every three years, one every two years, whatever works, or come out, release uh, a really good short film once a year, yeah. and do a feature-length film once every three, and just, just do that, because I would love to just see original, I mean, one of the best things mm-hmm. is that it seems to have, maybe not recently, but it seemed to have always, the company in general fostering great, original, thought-provoking yeah. uh, content that's, that's, no one else does it, and yeah it would be nice to see them continue return to, to form. To and this that. is what is interesting is uh, it, they were like the leaders and there was no comparison. It used yeah. to be like Pixar, the best. And it's like DreamWorks is trying really hard, but now it seems like the other studios are catching up. Like Disney's oh, yeah. had some really good hits of their own. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of frozen, but I mean, Tangled was good. Like there's, they're doing some pretty cool yeah. stuff. Uh, and DreamWorks, like with How to Train Your Dragon, that was, oh. that was a great movie. Like, yeah, I like that movie. So, like, the other guys are catching up. Yeah. And that's why I think partially Pixar does not seem like they're on their game anymore. Is right. The competition's it's, caught it's up. Because you can actually, it's not just a given that Pixar's going to win the Oscar every year anymore. Mm-hmm. No, not at all. Yep. So, it'll be interesting to see. Oh, yeah. I hope you guys like Nemo, too. Uh, yes. Dory? Yes, oh, Finding Dory. Yes. I'm, I really want to see it. We'll have an update next week on yeah. what, what, How it was. what I thought. At least for this, I'm not going in thinking it's going to be amazing. I'm going in hopeful but uh, cautious. All right. That's fair. Yeah. Sounds good. So with that, uh, if anyone wants to send us an email, our email is ordinarydaypodcast at gmail.com. You can check us out also at our website at ordinaryday.ca. And uh, with that, that's it. Right. <laughs> thanks and for thanks having for me, the guys. music. Oh yeah, thanks for the music from Field Processor. They have a new podcast as well. Yeah. So with that, take, take one, one more, more for, for the road. road.